0: And welcome to the niche podcast about the one thing that I know something about game shows. I suppose I'm your host Jordan Haas. Uh, hopefully, if this if, if I have the time, uh, this is a, a quick episode and this is going to be on the original game shows, I suppose, uh, RSS feed. Uh, if you are listening to this right now, uh, you You only have an archive of old game shows, I suppose, videos, uh, stretching from when I started back in November 2019, I believe, maybe 2018, uh, all the way to essentially the final episode, which was The Price is Right. Uh, I didn't really want to advertise the Patreon, uh, patreon.com slash Jordan Haas, because essentially I feel like that's, you know it's kind of defeating the purpose of my patreon i i know it's it's a little counterintuitive you want to plug the patreon because that's how you make money that's how all the internet stuff goes but I, I i i don't want it to ever come across like i'm selling myself shall we say i i always feel that uh at least in my personal uh that hopefully if you if you support my work you know it's already on patreon you would already Know about game shows, I suppose, because I kind of already link that all the time on uh, Twitter. Uh, I I know, I, I know, it, it's weird, uh, but I'm not really a social media influencer person, so it's not really uh, me to to sell a extension of this podcast. Uh, mostly because essentially, I feel like I'm going to rip you off if you go to my Patreon and there's not that much content. Folks, the last few years have been rough for everybody. Uh, For me, it's been trying to take care of my mom. That's the the quickest, shortest version of this. Uh, And I haven't really had time to make a lot of content. Uh, So I had to put an end to a few projects, and it's been really sad. Um, Game Shows, I suppose, has been a really fun show to do weekly, covering every game show there is. Uh, we, we didn't do that, unfortunately, uh, but there has been lots of other game show podcasts out there. Uh, one that actually grew is TV Show & Tell, uh, featuring format creators devising game show formats and explaining what it takes to sell a show, which I really, really love. Uh, so, so there is all sorts of, of uh, game showy podcasts out there. I I think the game show podcast will continue even if I'm kind of in the backseat here. Uh, I wanted to make this a public episode because, A, let people know about the Patreon because maybe people didn't know uh, and they're just thinking what the hell happened, and B, to kind of give everybody just a quote-unquote free uh, update of what's been going on in game shows because uh, people have been actually asking my thoughts about this, and instead of Escorting people to my Patreon and saying I did it. I want to make like a quick hour-long episode for you guys for free. uh, And reminding you that most of this shit I'm already talking about on Patreon. Uh, So, um, yeah, it's been a while. So, usually on my Patreon, uh, there is is game show updates. Every so often when there's like a new game show episode, like a new show, uh, such as Holy Moly had a new series or a new game show like I literally just told you, I've been doing my reviews over my Patreon. Uh, I've also been starting a Games Master watch-along because, um, essentially, I really love video game content. I love game shows and, and television about video games. So put the two together, and it's been fun. Um, as of this recording, I'm currently still uh, a moderator at the G4 Discord, discord.gg slash g4tv, uh, feel free to jump in, say hello. Uh, the the folks over at G4 have been very, very friendly people. Uh, the team at X-Play and Attack of the Show, they're back. And for some reason, they know who the hell I am. Uh, so it, it's been uh, enjoyable, to say the least. Uh, so I, I've been just geared towards watching old video game uh, shows. Uh, and not necessarily old X-Play and Attack of the Show. I think that's a little easy. So what I've been watching is old Games Master. So over on the Patreon, there's been a little bit of like a watch along of, of this game show called Games Master, which has been just delightful fun. Essentially, it is a it's a game show where it's just people going through incredibly difficult gaming challenges um, to win a golden joystick, and that's it. It really is not enough to make a full on uh, game shows, I suppose, episode. Uh, but it is a ton of fun and I can't stop watching that show. It's been delightful. They rebooted it, uh, it's sponsored by Facebook's Meta, uh, so they can sell Oculus Rift headsets. Uh, it's been, it's been interesting. Uh, like, cause, cause I, I, I divert away from game shows a little bit, except for on Patreon and did all these video game, uh, TV show things. And I, I wanted to uh, remind people, I still talk about game shows all the time. I love games, and I wanted to take the time to talk about a lot of games. So yes, hit me up on Patreon if you want to find out more about Games Master or uh, more reviews about game shows. I did a few extra episodes of game shows, I suppose, over there. And they're they're kind of lazier episodes, but it's been just exactly like, what's my thoughts about these shows cuz there's not a lot to really go off of in terms of research or oh did you know this it, it we it's actually we've covered every good game show essentially um out there uh, so i i wanted to basically since the last episode was like christmas of 2020 i believe or 2021 uh, it's been over a year, and I really want to give you my thoughts about all sorts of situations. Uh, all, if, if you are listening to this on Patreon, uh, I'm just going to rehash some of the stuff that I've already said for free, or for five bucks over on Patreon, for free. Uh, so uh, I also realize that's also a bad idea, but hey, you know what, let's make a few bad ideas here and there anyway. So, uh, first thing is first. Uh, first, Jeopardy. Uh, As of its current stance, it's Mayim Bialik and Ken Jennings. And everybody has a a sort of like debate over who's good, Mayim or Ken. Uh, I liked Mayim Bialik. I I think she is a great, if you need a celebrity to be the host of Jeopardy, uh, she's a great fit because she is a neuroscientist, and she definitely has the branding of a smart person. So it makes and a lot of sense to have Mayim Bialik be the host of Jeopardy. Uh, and Ken Jennings, also, I understand, because if you're a Jeopardy loyalist, Ken Jennings, you can't stop thinking about Jeopardy. And he's a consulting producer for Jeopardy. He knows how that game has worked. And they're both kind of in that similar of of hosting abilities. I, 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 a lot of people give Mayim Bialik, Bialik shit uh that's unnecessary and I think it's mostly because and I hate to say it it's because she's a woman because I see the same shit happen with almost every female contestant on Jeopardy I saw that happen with Amy Schneider when she had her run it's really gross and it's still a very toxic community in game shows and I still feel like Mayim B. Alec Uh, is actually not that bad of a host of Jeopardy. I think a lot of people are still pissed off because they had a fave in mind like LeVar Burden, and that didn't happen, so now they're getting cranky and anxious online. That said, Mayim Bialik is still not perfect. I understand that. Uh, I think the single Jeopardy fiasco went a little over the top. Uh, I understand why. Because I like the idea of just calling it Jeopardy, then Double Jeopardy. Because it's the Jeopardy round, and then it's the play on words for Double Jeopardy. But that's not really the problem with Mayim. The issue with Mayim Bialik is that she's an actress. The best part about Mayim Bialik is she's an actress. So she knows where to stand, where her marks are, where the cameras are. But being an actor is not really being a host. To be an actor, you have scripts and lines and dialogue. And to be a host, you have to go off script. You have to improvise. And I, the problem with Maya Bialik, she's not good at improvising. She's not really good at going off the beaten path. It almost feels like whenever there is a correct response, she has to force an ad lib. And I mean, for Snaplib, I mean, like, it feels like it was pre-written for her. Like, uh, what is Green Apples? Yes, and they're very delicious. One of those. Um, it's 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 not her fault, because she's not used to hosting Jeopardy. She's still relatively new to it. I do think that she is a, a good host at Annunciation, and at being playful with the contestants in the interviews, which has been the biggest challenge for any of the people uh, who were auditioning uh, to be hosts, or even as a guest host, uh, was that interview section. And I think of all of them, Mayim is really, really good at that. And I don't think a lot of people are giving her credit for the interviews with the contestants, which is always the funny, awkward section. Um, that said, Ken Jennings... Understands the game very well. So she, he knows genre as, as a catch-all. He understands the plan words when there's a quotation mark. Uh, when there's a goofy question, he gets as evasperated. Like, yeah, this is double trouble, whatever. It, 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 he has his own mannerisms. And I think for that, a lot of people love Ken Jennings as well. He is the Jeopardy guy, after all. He's the greatest of all time. So that is... Essentially a really good Fundamental part of the character Um Are they both perfect? No Ken's issue Cause I I have already Talked about Mayim Ken's issue is he's still on the Focus of a contestant So whenever There's an incorrect response He feels like you should have known it Even if it's a really challenging $2,000 question Uh but what i do like however and this is something that's relatively unique to only ken is that he tries to point out as his ad lib which is an ad lib something that was the clue within the resp- if in the clue response so uh, that's one of the big tricks of jeopardy if you if you don't know is uh, when they give you that little blue response thing there's usually a few hints in the clue to catch you onto it so if it was like uh, ed- if it was like Edgar Allan Poe bird, uh, you would find it's the raven. So it would be like, if you looked at that, Edgar Allan Poe bird, ravens, pick again. Something like that is usually in her, in uh, Ken's vernacular, which I really, really enjoy when there's a triple stumper. Uh, it's, It's really, really interesting to see the back and forth Uh, online over who should be a host of a jeopardy i don't think there's going to be ever a perfect host because no one can ever replace alex trebek it's really trying to find the person that can make that show their own mayim she's trying to make the show her own but she's still stuck in actress mode and for ken he can still take the show but he's still stuck in contestant mode we need to figure out someone who can play that host and that's Still gonna be a tough challenge. Uh, and I don't think that'll ever, ever happen. Ever. Unless you actually get a, a fucking game show host. And there are none of those because there are no such things as hosts anymore. It's social media influencers or comedians. No fucking hosts. Uh so yeah, whatever. Um next. Uh summer fun and games. Uh since we last chatted, big shakeups occurred. Um they got rid of Card Sharks, they got rid of Match Game, uh, they, they got rid of uh, pretty much a lot of shows except for $100,000 Pyramid, uh, and Celebrity Wheel Fortune, they announced Celebrity Jeopardy, The Final Straw, which is new, and Generation Gap, which is new. The Chase debuted, and Supermarket Sweep and Who Wants to Be a Millionaire are in the air, And I'm going to lead to believe they're both being axed because if there's no sort of announcement that they're renewed for season three, it's a tough luck. Now, Millionaire, I I love Millionaire. I just think the problem was pandemic and trying to get a show going in the midst of pandemic. And they went with celebrities and they tried to uh, make the show different enough to bring in experts to be your guests. It just didn't. No. Uh, I, I kind of just want straight up millionaire, you know, fastest finger on your way to a million if you flunk out, whatever. Uh, that being said, Final Straw looks a lot of fun. It looks like a like a giant oversized uh, Jenga tower with weird stuff on it. So I'm kind of kind of intrigued to see how that goes, uh, even though I think because it's a physical skill game show, it might be a little boring after one season and it could be a one and done like don't. And Generation Gap looks like a really cute quiz show, uh, which is from Jimmy Kimmel's producers. The last time they did that was Big Fan, so it, also one season. So I don't really have my hopes for those two shows, even though they both look very cute. Uh, the chase has continued to be very, very successful. Uh greatest of All Time Tournament led to uh, adding The Beast for season two, then The Beast is gone and Ken's gone. So many people believe believing Ken's getting jeopardy, but now there's three new chasers: Victoria, Brandon, and Buzzy. And I like, and Brandon is a real friend. Like he's an awesome chaser idea. So great cast of uh, Victoria is a real queen of trivia. So that's like a real threat in this game, uh, which is basically can you get more trivia questions than someone who's really really good at trivia? And Buzzy is just this like. It's hard to explain, because Buzzy's just a really, really nice person, <laughs> and being a chaser, you have to be, like, a quasi-villain, so I'm always kind of uh, stunned, to say the least, about Buzzy being a chaser. Um, that being said, I still—Chase is not my game show. I understand the game show fandom loves The Chase because it's quiz show, and it's a stakes game, and, like, dealer you know, there's offers and all this— I just stay for the final chase. I think that's just the cool part because, hey, did you see the last two minutes when someone got 21 questions right in a row? Like, that's always been the appeal to the chase. Uh, But I'm still gutted by the loss of Card Sharks, and I'm still gutted. Uh, They got rid of the Hustler, and and they're just... the, The only game show left is Press Your Luck, and I think Celebrity Family Feud, and Holy Moly. Those are like the three, and and Pyramid, Pyramid's four, uh, that they've kept. They're keeping those shows. Holy moly, I'm not caring much for this season. I know they're doing the Muppets as the story arc, and it's just, eh. Uh, Pyramid, I can't wait to see it, because uh, Pyramid's always been one of those good shows. If it wasn't for Pyramid, I don't think the whole game show revival of the last few years would have existed. So I want to see how that goes. Press Your Luck has always been one of my favorite game shows of the summer. I love Press Your Luck. I love Elizabeth Banks as host. All of that is just pure warmth. I love that final round with the personalized prizes. So for me, the summer, Press Your Luck, hell yeah. I want to see more of it. I want to see someone win five Teslas. or like Because they're always going to go one step above every season. So I want to know what's the new prizes they're going to give away. Because I want to go, holy shit, they can give that away. Because uh, it's so much fun. Uh, over on Fox, because uh, I'm just going to say I'm going to watch Press Luck. That's pretty much the only thing I'm going to watch this season. If you want a heads up, I'm probably going to watch The Chase and Press Your Luck, and that's it. Maybe Pyramid. I don't know what time it airs. Uh, over on Fox, uh, they're doing the Music Guessing Game Monday bit. Uh, where it is uh, Beat Shazam and Don't Forget the Lyrics. Uh, beat Shazam is still Beat Shazam. Uh, they've now decided to give everybody team names, and they have still tried to buzz in with the correct answers on time. They're still Fast Track. It's still a Name That Tune game uh, with the properties of Shazam, and they're still trying to give away a million bucks. And of all the game shows still available, this is the easiest million-dollar game show there is. Uh, so I'm kind of still surprised that's still on the air, um, but they're throwing big money out there, and a lot of these people are really nice. Uh, like to me, that's the most like lighthearted, nice game show is Beat Shazam. So I'm really excited that that's still around. Don't forget the lyrics has been rebooted. i be. It's still. It's a bit cheaper now. Uh, if you look at the price tree and the lack uh, and uh, the two missing words. Lifeline has gone in favor of just three missing words that you can put any time you want. One word for one song or all three for one. It doesn't matter. Uh, Nisi Nash is an all right host. I think that they should have really fixed the money ladder with maybe uh, two uh, freezes, maybe one at the 25 and then one at a quarter mil. So it's a free shot at the million dollar song. But because it's Fox, they do the spoil the outcome, and I hate that. So it's, I, I'm very mixed on uh, Beach Shazam. And, and don't forget the lyrics. I, I think if you're going to watch a game show this season that's like fun for the whole family, Beach Shazam is still that show. Give it a watch. It's great. Uh, they're also doing MasterChef again. MasterChef is going on, they're doing a all stars kind of season. Uh, again, because Fox has only two genres: Ramsey and singing, and I guess WWE. That's it. it can wrestling, Ramsey, or singing. That's it. And nine one one, or The Simpsons and Bob's Burgers. I, like I can figure out the whole network lineup. It's there. Um, Master Chef Junior's coming to an end. Domino Masters just finished. Uh, they're going to probably bring back Mass Singer again for another season. Uh, probably with more problematic people as celebrities because no one really wants to be on that show anymore. Uh, it's steering away from the South Korean format with every passing season. Some people like it, some people don't. For me, I think the, uh, the niche of everyone has a fair chance to win the show because it's a singing contest, so a comedian can beat a qualified singer, has been thrown out the door, so there's no real need for me to watch. Um. The uh, however, however, uh, the best thing about the summer on Fox is the revival of So You Think You Can Dance. Uh, Twitch is going to be one of the judges as well as JoJo Siwa, so that is kind of like a really cool modernized remix version of So You Think You Can Dance. Cat Deeley is back as host, and I love Cat Deeley; she's one of my favorite hosts. Uh, so f- for that show to return with a new, refreshing look, um not just doing TikTok dances, but actually like all genres of dance is still a blessing. Uh, So that is still a really awesome reboot. It is what American Idol should have been when it came to a reboot. So I'm really happy to see that show return. And I really hope it does very well because that's the one show of all Summer on Fox. I'm glued to because I want to see this show survive because I love I love everything about that dance show, even though I'm not really a skilled dancer. Uh, something about that show just always brings me joy uh so I, i'm applauding that um there's also lego masters again uh that also steered away from its original vision i watched the original uk version and it was like little small and it was families and a really cute building blocks and now it's trying to it's kind of being it's kind of like the australian version where it's not necessarily about the builds as it is just, well, now let's destroy your builds. Let's blow it up. Let's smash it up. Let's hold it up. Let's get real. And it doesn't really um, present itself as an art show. I think what I loved about Lego masters was the art of the build. And now it's really just, uh, what can you build is really big that we can blow up and look really cool. That's the challenge. Uh, So it's, it's, I'm also at a frustration point on that, but what you're going to do, right? Uh, so now we go over to CBS. CBS uh, has Big Brother this season, and I think that's it. I think maybe Tough as Nails, uh, Amazing Race again, and Survivor is going to be this fall. The Survivor has been a changed format. Now, I, I, I think what I love about Survivor is Survivor hasn't really changed its format ever. They've changed the twists. They've had it hidden immunity idols and uh, double votes, and you can cancel someone else's vote and hidden double eliminations and all this. But it's still the same Survivor. It's still the you play for immunity, and then the losers go to tribal, and then they vote out the someone out, and the tribe is spoken. Blah. As long as that's still in there, and they're still on island, it doesn't matter. And that format still stays strong and i think what cbs has done correct which is something that abc has also somewhat done is they've created an audience that's the fandom there's really no outside people watching these shows anymore in reality television so for abc it's the bachelorette that bachelor nation they love bachelor bachelorette bachelor pad bachelor what was it the the sing listen to your heart that singing version <laughs> remember that crap uh bachelor in paradise there's a whole like franchise of the bachelor and the audience of it sticks to everyone because they love all these contestants and they love who they are and they want to know more about them and that's and it's not for me but if you're in television that's a diehard audience so you can really sell to these people if they walk away you have walked away from big money survivor is the same way the Survivor fandom, holy shit, is huge. I did not know it was this huge when I did the Survivor episode. I knew there was a Survivor fan base, but I didn't know it was catastrophically huge. Because holy crap, just like whenever there is one move, even if it's like a back door, it explodes social media still. And this is a TV show, so something about Survivor still sticks with me or something like big brother it's still a little lesser than survivor but also has its own audience and i think that's why they will never get rid of big brother until like they get very very old because the only people who who don't watch big brother are basically people who aren't in the big brother fandom area and that's a good chunk of people but the big brother fandom Oh, they know about Otev, they know about uh, Zingbot, they know about the power of Vito, the double power of Vito, the coup d'etat, uh, Julie Chen saying But first. All of these mannerisms that make the show what it is here in America. In UK, it's, it's gone. There's a rumor it will be rebooted again, but it's going to be competitions. Australia, they've tried to reboot it three times now. Uh, You can watch, by the way, the Australian version of Big Brother and Big Brother Canada, which is, I think, a much more well-polished version of Big Brother on CBS All Access. Uh, So, I mean, sorry, uh, Paramount Plus. That's what it's called now. If you get Paramount Plus, uh, you can watch these foreign versions of Big Brother, just not Big Brother UK, which is oh so angry because that's my favorite version. But BB Canada is there and Big Brother Australia is there and every version of Big Brother Uh, So you can watch my friend McRae basically not get paid any money and just uh, end up being a a joke for a season. Cheers. Uh, So Amazing Race has also uh, dipped a bit. It it happens. Um, But if I can give you the big positive... Uh this season uh, so far what I've been watching is a lot of primetime versions of Price is Right and Let's Make a Deal. I love Let's Make a Deal and Price is Right. Those two are like gold mine shows for in my rotation. I love those shows so much because Prices is Right is pure Americana. We've talked about that in the last episode. And Let's Make a Deal has been the classic decision-making game show. And those shows Ended up in prime time, and they are brilliant. Really, really, really good. Uh, so CBS putting them out there has been really good calls. It's very cheap. They can explain CBS-branded shows. And it's it's just simple. Do you want the current or $1,000? Nothing's really changed from the daytime version other than a little bit higher price budget in certain areas. Uh, so, so that's So that's been just a lot of fun for me. So if you're wondering what I've been watching, it's mostly been Price is Right, Let's Make a Deal in Jeopardy. Uh, I, Family Feud is still around. Uh, 25 Words or Less is still around. All that's still around. I, I just, I don't watch it that often. It's, I don't know if it's a burnout or just, eh, not for me. I know it's for a lot of people, but when, it, when push comes to shove, there's certain shows I just can't watch daily. So you got to get that rotation going for me price and let's make a deal in jeopardy that's two and a half hours let's uh, wheel of fortune if i have free time um but it's mostly two and a half hours which shortened because of paramount uh, pluses ad free versions mean 40 minutes roughly 80 minutes so that plus the 30 minutes at jeopardy means 110 minutes which is roughly two hours which is good enough free time for me oh yeah i got this all juggled uh so uh, so Big Brother's coming back this season. Survivor's still a huge hit. Survivor, still amazing. I, I, I'm still shocked, like, the levels of cinematography on that show, how they can bring back old challenges, and it still feels new, relatively. Um, And they still have new ways to reinvent old twists and somehow still make peanut butter and jelly sandwiches seem like a million dollars. It's weird. Uh, <laughs> which leads me to... Essentially, what I would say is the confusing channel of the main networks, which is NBC. Uh, NBC, America's Got Talent, American Ninja Warrior, The Voice. It's it's all singing, dancing, la la shows. Uh, dancing with Myself debuted. I didn't review it yet on the Patreon, uh, mostly because I'm still confused by the format and the judging. All I know is there's 12 people and they're all in boxes secluded from one another and they dance a choreographed dance and then the judges eliminate like a battle royale and then the last one standing wins $25,000. I think that's how it is. Essentially, they made Dance 360. And I mean, I love dancing shows, but why don't you just get kel mitchell to stop by and go head to head head to head head to head head to head like that's the show and eh. america's got talent that's always nbc's summer series because it's just a laid back feel good watch it while you're poolside or at the beach cabana side uh summer series it's it's still fine america's got talent extreme was eh. i'm glad they got terry cruz to host he's still really really good uh, host for america's got talent now um but they're still trying to figure out how to reinvent the wheel here speaking of the wheel the wheel has been confirmed but yet still hasn't aired yet and i'm still a little confused by that i don't know if it's just licensing rights or they just don't know when to put mid-season um the other thing that has happened uh, with NBC is they have rebooted Password, but again they have yet given me as of the time of this recording the date of which it airs. I'm gonna guess the summer, like July, because it would be weird not to. Just like uh, Lingo. Oh yeah, CBS had Lingo. I forgot. You know why I forgot? Because it should have been out this summer because of the Wordle craze, and they didn't do it. They're leaving it for the fall, maybe winter time. They're i don't know what they're doing at cbs the wordle craze is nearly dead no one's wordle excited anymore and they're gonna put this game show out there that's essentially lingo which is wordle guess the five letter word but what the fuck what the fuck timing is crucial if any sort of formatted game show and i don't know if if it's smart to do that NBC, luckily, has Password. They got rid of Ellen's Game of Games. They got rid of Hollywood Game Night. So there really isn't a game show on NBC. It's all talent shows. Uh, the Voice will still be uh, a big hit. You just, I think the rumor is Blake Sheldon is going to be gone a future season. And I can't think of a younger country music star that could be a good replacement uh, it, it's, it's, it's NBC's, one of NBC's biggest shows. Um, I don't know what they could do to, to f- fix the world of game shows. That's the biggest problem. Uh, NBC, when it came to game shows during this entire time, has been very, uh, struggling, to say the least. I would say they, uh, of all the networks, they're the lowest now reality now talent shows yes they're the, the best The talent shows the voice is number one it's better than american idol i would even argue but when it comes to like an in-studio big money game show they don't have that they mean cb there's no room the, cbs they can at least say we have the prices right at night uh for for nbc the last thing they tried was Small Fortune. And uh, I think that's gone after one season. So, it's, uh, and ABC has scrapped a few iconic game show properties uh, for these younger uh, shows like Generation Gap and Final Straw. So if I was in BC right now, and I'm just throwing this as a free suggestion, uh, try Hollywood Squares. Try Newlywed Game. Something like that would be interesting. You know what? Uh, you, you're in the 10-year nostalgia cycle. You could actually bring back Minute to Win It at this point. Because if they brought back Don't Forget the Lyrics on Fox, you can bring back Million Dollar Beer Pong. People would remember that show. You can even bring back Guy Fieri. He's still an unknown icon in games. So, so there's, there's a good suggestion, NBC. You could thank me later. Or you don't have to. Uh, you could try and bring back The Apprentice and get a new person to be the Donald Trump. Uh, I know you tried Governor Schwarzenegger. Uh, but I, maybe. I'm just saying, just as another suggestion, maybe get an actual business person. Maybe Mike Bloomberg can do it. I mean, he didn't win anything, and he's a business guy. Uh, just throwing it out there. Uh, you can also just get... Alan Sugar from the UK. He, he would be interesting, get because the British villain uh, stereotype can be with him. Uh there is I mean, as long as it's not Fear Factor, because I think Fear Factor ran its course. Uh you you could try and uh it's NBC. NBC really used to have, like, all the game shows. That's the weirdest part. It was NBC and CBS having all of these great game shows. And, like, I don't... Hmm. That, that is a real dilemma. I mean, Password is going to be their big game show. And I think that's going to be a hit. I, I I haven't seen it yet. I don't know anything about it. But if it's one thing I know about Password... And I know what, what, what Fallon's love of that game show is. I bet it's going to be a sleeper hit. I I Something tells me that's going to be like, that's going to go viral. There's going to be viral abilities. Oh, yeah, College Bowl. Harry Friedman from Jeopardy and Wheel of Fortune is going to be the executive producer running College Bowl now. That's right. Ah, NBC did have a hit. I just forgot. See that's the thing. I forget the College Bowl, which was a long-standing game show in the early days, has returned and it it's there, and I'm sure people watched it and they're bringing it back with an audience because pandemic's over. I think that's why. <sighs> but yes, NBC definitely needs more game shows. I think they need to be more quirky. They need more fun. Uh, Not really Game of Games. I I think they need more password. I don't even think they should have done That's My Jam. Like, I want more... I want whatever's the newest million-dollar game show to come from NBC. And I think because there is no slated game show, game show on NBC, I think they're in the prime position to wow us with that big money game. That big, cool, innovative game show. Because everyone else has to stick to what they have, Fox has to stick with music and Ramsey, ABC is sticking with nostalgia game shows, even though generation gap is not nostalgia. Any year's final straw. I'm aware of that, and CBS is always reality. They rarely will step stick, stick out, but they have the rights to Wheel, not Wheel. They have the rights to Deal, and uh, and uh, the Price is Right. Now NBC had let's make a deal. They had One versus One Hundred. They had Identity. They had all of these big game shows in the two thousands. So something's telling me something's lurking. I'm maybe One versus One Hundred will get rebooted. I do not know, but I know something is going to have to be. Is something is going to be surprising us around the corner? I just have that vibe. I don't know anything. This is not like a, I have hidden knowledge. But something is giving me a vibe that NBC has a few surprises up their sleeves as of this recording, and they're going to let us know in the future. Because you can't just have Young Rock and nothing else. Uh, so th- that's the network. CW, I I want to keep talking about their game shows, but there's n- nothing. Uh, they have Pentelar Fool Us, and that's it. They brought back, they did a, they did a Americanized version of What I Lied to You. It's lackluster. I didn't care much for it, but I know people who did. It wasn't for me. You do you. That's fine. They did Legends of Hidden Temple, which is interesting, but still, I, it, it ended after one season, and I could try my best to decipher why that is. Do people really want to watch grown adults do it, even though this was a kid's game show? Was it cheap because the challenges were repetitive? Uh, was it the uh, the way they did Steps of Knowledge uh, or the moat? Or was it how they stretched a half-hour game show to a full hour? I don't... I do not know. I think a lot of people in the game show world, though, from what I've heard... Had kind of my similar ideas. Why couldn't they do the supermarket sweep idea of truncating the show to half an hour and then just doing two sets of episodes back to back? And I'm going to take a guess here. It's money that would be expensive for a crew because they have to reset everything, and they didn't have the budget to do that. Especially the animation. Have you seen the cartoons when they did the 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 the, the, the hidden temple stories? They weren't necessarily like most elaborate Warner Brothers animation. This was like crudely done things for fiber. Uh, So I'm I'm sad to see Legends and Temple go because that's a childhood favorite. I think the nostalgia train is has left the station. I'm gonna say that again just to to emphasize that. I think the nostalgia train has left the station. That's not just game shows, that's everything. I don't think people want nostalgia anymore. I understand why they do it, but I don't think the nostalgia train's really there anymore. I think maybe they want new shit. Give them new shit. You're competing with Mr. Beast, and Mr. Beast is terrible. Please be better than Mr. Beast. Me... Telling you, be better than Mr. Beast. You're competing against a guy going, we gave 10 people $50,000 and if they can hide the money in five minutes and we can't find it, they keep the money. That that kind of horseshitty SEO data, YouTube-driven analytic bullshit. That's what you're competing against. You're competing against YouTube analytic bullshit. For young audiences. Because that's all they know is Mr. B's videos. They don't know the prestige notion of MTV's Next. Nor do they give a shit. They don't give a fuck about guts. They don't give a shit grandpa that you were on Double there. Give them new shit that they can have nostalgia after. I understand Press Your Luck is an iconic game show. And I understand iconic things can be nostalgia at times. But reboots are always, always a coin flip. The, the last great reboot that happened, if you're wondering, what was the last great reboot? It was Jeopardy. They rebooted the Art Fleming edition of Jeopardy with Alex Trebek in syndication, and now people only think Alex Trebek was the host of Jeopardy and never Art Fleming. That's, that was in the 80s. They rebooted that in the 80s. We're in the 2020s now. The, re, the rebooting thing, it, it's it never really lasts long. I can't think of a, a re a, maybe Pyramid. Pyramid lasted almost seven years at this point. Uh, but that's BattleBots. Maybe BattleBots. Uh, the, what else has been rebooted? Let's Make a Deal got rebooted in 2006, I think. I guess you can say that show got rebooted. So I guess Let's Make a Deal, that too. I, I, I'm trying to think of, like, when, like, in recent history, a reboot that has, press your luck, that's about it. Like, I've, they try reboots. They try originals. Everything that you can see happens. They're, they're trying something, anything, to get people to keep watching. Uh, for, for many people, what they do is they watch UK game shows, and they try to replicate that. Now, TBS has The Cube and Wipeout. Uh, The Cube, still a fantastic game show. Dwayne Wade, great host. Wipeout, actually pretty funny with a team format. $25,000, so 50, Eh, it's okay. Still repetitive obstacles, so it feels very cheap. However, most people aren't really going to watch it on TBS. They're going to probably be watching this reboot if it ever lands on HBO Max, and that will be fine because they'll regroup their winnings on that. The biggest issue is everything is going streaming and you have to come up with shows that can last both one season on network television and on a streaming platform. That's been the biggest juggle currently is how do you make a game show that can cater to two separate audiences? The must-watch Tuesday nights at eight o'clock audience and the watch-whenever-you-feel-like-it peacock crowd. Are they going to watch Weakest Link? I do not know. Do people watch Weakest Link? I do not know. Is it good? Kinda. People have really weird opinions about the money ladder. And uh, for me, I just think it's more so the fact that they have thrown so much money at the end, and no one ever has the skills necessary to go all the way, even though in theory you're supposed to have the smartest people and the most brave people to try and make it up the money ladder. So it should theoretically be easier to get the half million bucks, but they never do. And I hate it so much because essentially what that has devolved Weakest Link into is correct bank, correct bank, correct bank, correct bank. Out of a possible $100,000, you bank 9000 That That's what the show has become. And it's just not fun when that's the case. I th- I think they tried to fix a, uh, something that wasn't really broken, but it's still the format, and it's it 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 could still probably last a f- new few few more seasons. Uh, in that regard, uh, just as long as they don't do celebrity weakest link, which you know they will. Um. So, so with that being said, ZW. The only show they have is Penn and Teller and like a bunch of DC properties. Warner Brothers Discovery doesn't know what to do with that channel. Uh, Ideally, you know, I think they should sell it off, uh, get someone new to envision it, make it the new UPN or uh, you make that a competitor to News Nation because News Nation took over what WGN was and just make it a news channel. Uh, it's gonna be an end of an era, and so many uh, weird people are gonna be like, "But I liked when Kids WB was on it, and no one remembers Grandpa. That was the '90s. Again, the '90s. We don't care. You liked Freakazoid. If it's good, it'll be on Hulu like Animaniacs. So, it's it it's it's a weird time in television, to say the very least." Uh, I I want CW to succeed, but I think the best way to succeed is to sell us off, start anew, get new vision, Aries, uh, and try to take two hours of stuff and make it not freeform junior with young adult shows. They're not watching. The kids aren't watching CW anymore. The kids, if they're watching Riverdale. Hey, hey, spoilers that are watching Riverdale, they're watching it on BitTorrent, or they're watching gifs of it on Tumblr. They're not fucking watching a Riverdale. And even so, they're not fucking watching it for the plot. They don't know who the fuck the heads up to. They're watching it for sexy Archie being shirtless. That's all it is, is for the sexy fucking Archie. They want the red six-packs. They want the barely on-screen uh, sex scenes, which is just a lady in a bra and a guy shirtless touching the bra, and that's it. <laughs> They don't give a fuck. Um, anyway, so they should make that Nickelodeon uh, for adults. They should just uh, reboot every Nickelodeon property uh, and and make it just uh, a weird uh, reboots of like adult version of Are You Afraid of the Dark and an adult version of Hey Dude and an adult version of uh, Figure It Out again. It's it's weird. So uh, now that we've went through everything, uh, network television and a bit of cable, cable doesn't really have much game shows anymore. Heads up, there's not a lot of game shows. There was for a hot moment. There was hot ones. Remember and paid off, and uh, uh, what was that one show? The um, the spy show and uh, the, the they they did a uh, house hunters. Is that a game show? It's not okay. Uh, then it's fine. Uh, it's mostly just most people, if they're watching a game show on cable, it is the Food Network because that's where all the food competition shows are. Your Chopped, your Chopped Sweets, your Chopped Juniors, your Hershey's Chocolate Meltdown, Kids Holiday Bake Off, Kids Halloween Bake Off, Holiday Bake Off, Guys Grocery Games, Supermarket streak out, Guys Supermarket Wars, uh, ch- Chopped versus Champions, but surprisingly, not Iron Chef anymore. As uh, so of this recording, Iron Chef is going to be out on Netflix uh, this month, and it looks so fucking good. Oh, God, they got the right people in place to be Iron Chefs. They got the right people to be commentators. Alton Brown is back. Great judges. Zakarian is a judge. Hell yeah. And it's like the premier culinary competition show. And I love that they're trying to bring it back from its roots and try to be this great homage to the original. Still trying to be a bit unique. Now, the problem with original Iron Chef was the last season they tried to do a chairman twist aspect, and I fucking hated it. Um, Another thing I didn't like was they really tried to do different twists on Iron Chef, like the search for the next Iron Chef and Iron Chef Gauntlet. That's not necessary for an Iron Chef competition show. The twist this season is if you be an Iron Chef, you get to go into a final round where one of you gets to be an Iron uh, Master or whatever it's called, and you get a trophy. Uh, and that's, and that's going to be interesting to have like a final finale where you're going to compete to be maybe an Iron Chef or an Iron Master or Master Iron, Mr. Iron kind of thing. But something about Iron Chef, it, it still speaks out to a lot of people. And I, I have a long uh, story about this. I, I didn't talk about this in the Iron Chef episode, but I, I, I wanted to throw this analytically because it's, it's it's somewhat political. Uh, so when 9-11 happened, uh, a lot of people, of course, were feeling sour and sad, and there was not a lot of uh, optimism in the world. So because it was all doom and gloom and feeling mad, a lot of people tuned to the Food Network because it wasn't a sad show. It was mostly optimistic people talking about food, and that led to a lot of people getting into food, talking about food, and the rise of a foodie culture. So Iron Chef was the first culinary competition show, and that debuted right around the time of 9-11. So for a lot of people, that was the first kind of distraction from the reality of the outside world that people tune to. So I I think for a lot of people, that is the nostalgia feeling they want in this Iron Chef. They want the feeling of the outside world because of things like the, the economy and the coronavirus and losing so many loved ones in the process. They want a little bit of a distraction. And I really hope Netflix does the right thing and make this work. Because Iron Chef is one of those premier culinary shows. However, Netflix fucks up every time. The racing of subscription revels, blaming password share, and in many ways, just not knowing where to allocate the right money has led them astray time and time again. I think for Netflix, they they shit the bed constantly. And I like Netflix. I don't get me wrong. They had a lot of great shows. Is it Cake debuted? There's a season two. They there's Cake. Yum. There's all of these culinary shows on Netflix that I have no recollection of ever remember watching. But they're called like Sweet Treats and hey, that's sweet and yummy mummies and and look at those chefs and who's the next chef and are you a good chef and cook it, cook it out and you nailed it, cake edition and you nailed it, barbecue edition. Like, there's all these culinary shows on Netflix. It's because it's cheap entertainment. So for Iron Chef, they have to outstain all of those and I don't think Netflix can do that but something tells me with all these people in play, there's a fighting chance, and I'm really rooting for Iron Chef to just be so good that they scrap all of these other shows, except for Forge and Fire, because I think that show is just really cool. that uh, <laughs> they, they have they've spent so much money, they basically gambled the entire channel on uh, Stranger Things. If you don't like Stranger Things. This whole place is doomed, and they really spent the money on Stranger Things. And I don't blame you if you're not watching that, because, eh. Anyway, the only other thing Netflix kind of has is uh, The Floor is Lava, and they're doing that half-season thing where the first few episodes are out now, and the next half will be out later. I still love Floor is Lava. Rutledge Wood is such a great host. They tried to fix the format out to now. I will say they formatted the show and it's actually really good it's three teams go through the same course get the exit pass and then get in the exit so there's kind of like a strategy involved and i love that secondly then the of those three the two best teams go on to the volcano which is like an aggro crag situation where the first team to cap the volcano and therefore ending the lava wins floor is lava and they take home the money it's still $10,000, it's still relatively cheap, but it's still at least a good show. It reminds me of Frogger on Peacock, and yes, I saw Frogger on Peacock, and yes, it was actually really good. Sometimes you don't really need to reinvent the wheel on a in-studio wipeout game show. Floor is Lava did it wonderfully with the level designs, with the crafty ways of trying to make platforms out of things in everyday rooms, and I love it. Uh, for something like... Uh Frogger, they took the Frogger concept and they made this really cool looking graphic package that just looks beautiful. And that to me has been really ignored. And I think that's one of the biggest hits on Peacock, in my opinion. I loved Frogger, but I don't think it's gonna get season two because there wasn't a lot of promotion for Frogger other than a YouTube video. And folks Quit fucking using YouTube as your analytical result and whether show is successful or not. Just fucking do commercials. Just fucking sell it on TV. These are new ideas. Not my fault. No one has cable anymore. Uh, (laughs) And that leaves me with two last streamings. Uh, So... Hulu doesn't really have game shows. That's all a recap of ABC shows because Disney Plus. Uh, and Disney Plus, the only new show that they have is The Quest. It's young adult reality show. It's not good. I was, I mean, I like the original Quest, the Find the Row and True Hero, but it feels like the contestants on here are doing really bad LARPing, and... I once again want to strangle a lot of people on the internet because they all fucking sound like shitty social media influencers. I hate that kind of lingo-y speak that sounds the same sing-songy thing. And they all fucking sound that way. And that's also on TV shows now because you get the social media influencer. So they all do that voice, hey guys, oh god, oh no, what's up, well I was thinking, it was, it's that fucking annoying, passive aggressive, sounds like that most annoying person you at work, that bank teller when you make a deposit and you know they hate their job but they're faking it kind of voice it's so irritating that's all the contestants on the quest that's every fucking teenager doing a fucking game show i fucking watch that content creator battle thing it's what? that's not a game show that's just celebrity boxing with internet people i'm get i'm getting off track so disney plus doesn't have game shows they're there for star wars you're there for for the marvel that's pretty much it you're there to see the upcoming marvel you're here to watch chippendale and then maybe moon knight and then obi-wan and then maybe the bad batch and then maybe uh miss marvel and then maybe uh they will reboot Darkwing duck and then you'll watch that and then uh hey what's up it's uh uh, we just got the Ant-Man quantum mechanic movie out, and then you're going to watch that, and then you're going to watch WandaVision Season 2, and then you're going to watch Mandalorian Season 3, and then you're going to watch uh, a reboot of Clone Wars, and then you're going to watch uh, uh, Jarvis, the, the, the original butler, and you're going to get an origin story about Jarvis, the butler who raised Tony Stark, and young Tony Stark, and we're not getting Robert Downey Jr., this is like a, a ten-year-old who's playing Tony Stark. It's like Gotham. It, it it's it's that's how it's going to be. They don't really do game shows. Hulu has just the ABC game shows. Sometimes the Fox game shows get it ad-free. You'll thank me later. Uh, and finally, let's see. I went through all that. Uh, all access. Okay. Uh, Paramount Plus. Uh, besides watching Let's Make a Deal and prices Right, which I've told you about, they have the archive version of Nickelodeon game shows. So if you are grandpa, you can watch Double Dare and Guts and Legends of Temple and figure it out. They're all there. All your game shows are there, grandpa. Your Nick game shows are there. Fine, fine, fine. They also have the challenge, which I, I need to keep reminding people because I have to sing this to the heavens. It's the best reality game show out there. The challenge is just, it's beautiful. Because the competitions that they do in these challenges, they're really good stunts. They're not necessarily fear factor. They look great. And they're like these really big Mario Party mini games that you've dreamed up your whole life. And there's different twists and turns, but not like Survivor or Big Brother. It's sort of just kind of just a big physical challenge game show. And I think those are sorely missing. And I like that a lot that they've kind of perfected that format on MTV. And now it's on Paramount Plus and there's the All-Stars season and a global invasion season and people from other reality shows, even though it's where reality television stars go to die. It's still a really good show. Uh, So with that being said, uh, HBO Max, uh, I think they still have Craftopia. I think they have Caketopia topia now. And they have that Steph Curry newlywed game ripoff uh, that's supposed to be Tales, but not called Tales. called About Last Night, which actually is pretty good because it's a charity game show. There's no banana section, but it's good. Uh, but no other new original formats. There really is nothing going for HBO Max. Streaming services have kind of become a bit up in the air when it comes to a game show because we they don't really know what a game show is the last game show I watched on a streaming service was bullshit with Howie Mandel on Netflix and Floor's Lava but bullshit and bullshit was an interesting game show however many people have figured out that when it comes to a quiz game show uh you could just kind of Scroll to the episode, and if no one wins, you move on to the next, and you can just go on. So, kind of the high stakes game show aspect, and I'm going to guess game shows in general are going to need uh, a bit of an overhaul because if the big money outcome, risk the money to win the million bucks, is a thing, people are just going to watch the end to see if they win or lose. They're not going to be there to enjoy the journey at all unless you make that journey worth it for everybody uh so that means a lot more reality television now out of all those that's all streaming now i get to talk about myself what i've been watching outside of streaming and outside of american television for the last couple of years and yes i know it's been over an hour so uh taskmaster has still been one of the best game shows out there it's still my favorite game show out there because it's such a great comedic game show uh they're wrapping up another series there's a champion of champions coming out later this season they have a board game out they have all of there's an actual phone app you can use now to play your own version of taskmaster at home it is just beautiful i've also been watching laugh out loud lol uh, the The game show that was called Documental in Japan. They've done a few versions outside of Japan. There's a season that's Australian uh, with Rebel Wilson. and there's another uh, in Canada which had like Tom Green and Colin Mockery uh, be contestants. And it's really, really good. And I will suggest if you love Canadian comedy, like you watch Kim's Convenience or Letter Kenny, you would love LL Canada. It's just great. It's on. It's on Amazon. It's probably being marketed right under the boys right now. <laughs> um, and Invincible, at least to me, <laughs> I don't know about you, uh, <laughs> but that's what I've been watching. Uh, and for other UK game shows, Only Connect is still a wonderful uh, British game show. There's a bit of a shakeup because BBC is going public, which means it's go- Which mean it's not going public. It's going to go private, which means a lot of advert. Advertising and a lot of shakeups and things being sold off and closed. That I don't know what the future holds for BBC in in many respects maybe like other networks like Channel 4 and ITV. Uh, however, um, there's been a few game shows over the last year. Uh, Limitless Wind showed up with Ann and Deck, and it's a really innovative game show. I'm kind of surprised CBS didn't pick it up or NBC because it's a very numeric isoteric uh, uh quiz game where it's basically uh price is right rules if you're over with an estimated guess you're out but each step brings you up a money ladder and every 10 brings you up a money so you can guess like 21 you go up two rungs it, it's really clever um i could see that working out uh there was sitting on a fortune with gary lineker which i actually enjoy because i love gary lineker Oh yeah, that that's I I, I like Gary Lineker. I watch match match of the day, Mwah. like that guy. Um, I don't know if he's still going to be on by the time this records, but I like him. Um, Moneyball, which was eh, uh, they've done Rolling in it, which is eh. They've done Epic Game Show again, which is eh. But there is a One Percent Club, which is okay. It's basically logic tests with a battle royale element. Very interesting. But the one game show that I've really loved has been, I literally just told you with Jimmy Carr. Uh, that's a game show where everything you see and hear in the course of an hour could become questions. So everything from what is the hometown of the contestant next to you all the way to what color is my necktie could become a question. And it's just amazing it's just a really really good game show in that regard because it's very clever with its quiz writing and it's just a very funny game show jimmy carr really is a fantastic host at that because he goes from being this snarky guy to at the end trying to be your best friend but he just becomes so defeated in some episodes because no one can figure out a damn thing even though this is supposed to be so fucking easy of a game show uh, that I can't picture anyone else hosting that show. <laughs> um, that that is really really good. Uh, so uh, I've been watching literally just Told You and Taskmaster and Laugh Out Loud, uh, Only Connect, and uh, what else have I been watching? Internationally, been watching a bit of Hard Quiz still. Hard Quiz is still a very fun show. And finally, The Mole. I've been watching a lot of The Mole and Schlogden Rob. Uh, Those two, I'm going to blame Bother's Bar, uh, Brig Bother, uh, for for bringing those shows to my attention. We've talked about those shows in the past. That weird Schlogden Star game show has just been so weird to see what they do with a crane or a ski ball or a carousel or just some variation of handball uh it, it's just still a very feel good hour long game shows it's like can stretch out to 2 3 hours at a time very innovative with it's uh, a a mix of physical challenges and mental games and it, it's it's great it's kind of like um it's like chess boxing but you do chess game and then a boxing match it's weird uh so i like that show and i've watched the mole yes the mole they have brought it back they brought back the mole but not in america and there's no Anderson Cooper they've uh kept that show going in belgium for so many years in the netherlands and oh god it's it's night and day compared to ours the belgian version it's all about like just uh getting correct answers rather than exemptions uh there's jokers as they call it um there is uh, Giles in the uh, Netherlands version, which is just so fucking good. The cinematography, these drone shots, they give Survivor a run for its money. And it's just a mole. There's a comp- There's a little game, you can win 20,000 euro, but one of them is out to like basically con you out of the money. And you have to figure out who... It's still so good. It's just, I can't explain it well enough to do it any favors but it's to me it's just beautiful it's a real beautiful reality show um i think fort boyard is about to return again this summer the french game show uh so be on the lookout to that which means like video games on the way uh but other than that uh that's been about it i've I've kind of burnt out on Pointless and uh, House of Games and uh, I like a, even Tipping Point. They went to three players. I don't really care for the three-player format that much. I understand why they did it. It just it doesn't feel right with me. The Chase is okay and Beat the Chasers is a little better, but I'm not going out of my way to watch either of those shows. I'll watch The Final Chase and have fun with it um but that's that's it really like game shows there's still a lot of game shows if you go looking for them uh it it really is a challenge though of just trying to make the time at least for me to watch all these shows uh so uh eventually what i want to do is talk about my 100 greatest game shows do a big list but it's gonna take time because it fluctuates time and time again i want to talk classic concentration but i don't really know where it belongs uh, but it happens. Uh, so it's, it's one of those cases of, uh, there's so many game shows out there. Make the time and you can get some really good game shows out there. Cause I think there's a game show for everybody. but it's interactive entertainment. Uh, I think the best thing going on right now is the jeopardy, uh, with all of these super champs, because uh, the last thing I want to talk about before I close it out is, someone has to work out a deal to make that tournament champions because at this point holy shit you have so many super champs there that if that's not like a prime time event or some sort of way to get that big marketing push on there because you got Matt amodio you got amy schneider you got mateo roach you got ryan long you got jason you got all these people you're going to have this great battle of the ages that i don't think a lot of people are really going to understand that this is like the best of the best at Jeopardy playing in one season. That to me is just, it doesn't get any better than that in the world of game shows. Um, wheel of fortune gave away a hundred thousand dollars, seven times this season. It's, it's like, I don't know what's up at Sony, but they're throwing out the money this season. And I think, uh, that is something truly remarkable. Uh, Family Feud's still on the air. They still give away $5 a point, so most of the time someone wins $625. Steve Harvey is burnt out on Family Feud. I've noticed that, but he's still going to do the same jokes, and then he has to go to the next studio over to do Judge Steve Harvey. Yeah, Judge Steve Harvey. Family Feud's still a funny show, though. Don't get me wrong. It's, it's still a delightful show, still lovable i still like those families you want to give everybody a big hug and root for everybody it's your lightest game show out there i just i can't get back into it i don't know why um so yeah that's that's about it with the exciting world of game shows did i educate you all on upcoming seasons of game shows probably not I kind of just ran down every network, every game show. A lot of cancellations occur. A lot It's a big bloodbath out there. They still have You Bet Your Life. I don't know anybody who's watching it. I know people who watch 25 Words or Less. I know people who watch Game Show Network. They really love People Puzzler because Leah does not give a fuck anymore, and I love that. They watch America Says. They watch Common Knowledge and Chain Reaction and Tug of Words there's all these shows out there you just gotta look for them for me i'm gonna try and make my own eclectic game show block myself because there's a lot of game shows out there for me most of them involve comedians most of them involve everyday people and it's all a ton of fun so in the meantime uh check me out over at patreon patreon.com slash jordan haas where I'm still going to be talking about Games Master. And if you like something like this, oh boy, do I do this monthly. I talk about game shows. I talk about current things going on in media. I go through it all. And then sometimes I even do food reviews. And sometimes I even play video games. Would you believe that? I play video games. Uh, So that is going to do it. Here at Game Shows, I suppose, I hope this catch-up uh, cheered you up. If not, uh, well, I did the, the best I could. I I, I, I hope you enjoy the archive that's behind this. Uh, there's a whole episode where I talk about Wheel of Fortune. And a whole episode where I talk about One Versus 100 and Minute to Win and all this. And there's game shows, I suppose, archive on the Patreon as well. Oh yeah, there's lots of stuff going on. For me, I just got to take care of my mom and then watch game shows. That's it. I'm good. All right, so that's going to do it. Uh, until next time, big smooch. Mwah.